Second semester is a weird time. Approaching graduation, there's this pressure, whether it be internal or external, to find the perfect plan. Job, move, and school. But at the same time, you're still in classes, trying to gather up every ounce of motivation and willpower to finish the semester at a steady pace, instead of just by dragging by your feet. Sound familiar? Don't worry, I'm there too. The mixture of dread, excitement, panic, and anticipation is relentless, and it comes out underneath every opportunity, exam, or meeting, because soon enough, it'll be your last. Welcome to Kanini Kega. I'm your host, Lisa Mboy, and I enjoy making solo episodes about purpose, growth, and becoming the best version of yourself. I also love interviewing a variety of guests who share their stories, pursuits, and lessons learned along the way. I not only hope that you enjoy this episode, but that you come back and join me again soon. Welcome back to another episode of Kanini Kega. If this is your first time here, hi, hello, welcome. Like I said, I am Lisa, and if you are returning guests, thank you so much for coming to join me time and time again. I really appreciate your listenership. I hope you've enjoyed the past few episodes of me chatting with my family, um, my Aunt Lillian, and then Yaya, who I interviewed about her business and her clothing company. I also hope you enjoyed the solo episodes that I had about how to be gentle with yourself, the interview of my aunt interviewing me, and today I just wanted to come on and talk about second semester blues because I'm back from my vacation, I'm back from Kenya now in my college town, back in my dorm to reality, (laughs) and as exciting as it is to be graduating this semester, and as exciting as it is to be wrapping up my time here in Iowa City, which I have been in the past almost three years, it also just feels weird, and it doesn't feel as exciting as I thought it would be, and as graduation date approaches, it just feels like a ticking time bomb where I'm supposed to have everything figured out and I need to have my plan laid out right in front of me and so it's a little daunting and it can be blue sometimes just thinking about it especially hearing other people's plans around me or talking with the other seniors in my life listening to what they're doing and just trying to find where I fit in all of it so I just wanted to come on here today and talk about what that's like talk about my experience with second semester senior blues and just ways to overcome them because it's supposed to be the best semester. It's supposed to be a time of pure joy and a time where, yes, it's sad to be wrapping up um, this period of your life somewhere, but you're also about to embark on a whole new journey and it's a blank canvas for you to paint. So, I wanted to chat about that a little bit, but before I do, just wanted to talk about some things that I've been working on and some things that I'm excited to bring to Kanini Kega beyond this podcast, and one of them is actually daily blogging. So all of these podcasts and their transcripts and 
photos to go with them are available on my website, kaninikega.com. And I've also tried to start daily blogging. It started February 1st, so today will literally be like the third day, but it's still exciting. And I wanted to just give it a shout out here on the podcast in case you're interested. The past two posts, um, not episodes, I tried to make them either go along with the episode of that day or just anything in general. So the first day, February 1st, went with um, the podcast that went out that day. And as Yaya talked about self-advocacy and just learning how to advocate for yourself, I also wrote about that. And especially coming from a background of an African family, which respect is a really big thing, just how to advocate for yourself both in the workplace in all types of relationships and what that is like navigating um, later on in adult life rather than learning it as a child. And then yesterday I wrote about how over-organization can be a little toxic, especially with the start of a new semester. It's easy to delve into new platforms of organization and not actually get things done. And so I wrote about that. Um, Today, I'm recording this on the 3rd, but it'll go up on the 4th. I'm going to put up my Kenyan sweet spots and the places that I loved in Kenya. Of course, I had to bring all those pictures and all the places that I just loved visiting. So I hope that that post is received well. And then tomorrow's blog post, which is the day that this podcast will go up, will align with this episode of second semester blues and how to overcome that so a lot of things may overlap but it'll be more in a written form so I'll leave those four posts linked in the show notes and definitely go and give them a read they're really quick um, to read two three minutes each and if you are more of a medium person I'm actually on medium as well and that's where I post them in addition to my website so my medium is just Lisa one boy I believe and I've been enjoying doing that, so I just wanted to give it a little quick plug. So what is second semester blues exactly? Um, In addition to what I kind of explained earlier about just the pressure to have everything together by graduation, I think it's also something to do with wrapping up your time in a town that you've experienced so many new things. Because high school isn't really the same. It's not the same relationship that you have with your college town and where you experienced all these things with your new friends and old friends. So I'll just go through those one by one. But I think senior year in high school was so exciting and fun throughout. It didn't feel the way that senior year in college does, especially second semester. I don't know about your high school, but my high school had a series of traditions where our senior year felt like absolute bliss. We had the senior sunrise on the first morning of school and then senior sunset after the last day of school, which is kind of cheesy, but it was really sweet. And we also painted our parking spots and we had all these different traditions that just made seniors really stand out and feel celebrated for a whole entire school year, not just the last few months or on graduation day. So I think because of that, it didn't really feel as daunting as this period of second semester senior year does. And I also think that there were just not as many pressures on 
um, in high school to have everything figured out. Once we sent out our college applications, it's a little bit more lenient on what's expected of you. Um, you didn't really have to try so hard in classes, which you still should, but there's always senioritis. But now it's it's still, that pressure is there, and it's even heavier because in addition to finishing these classes, we're also applying for jobs or internships or grad school. And it seems as if our plates are overloaded, and sometimes you just don't hear anything back. So it can get very down sometimes, and it's easy to overthink when others are concluding their plans or others are starting to hear back from the places they sent to applications and it's March, April and you just don't know what's happening yet but that's definitely okay and I think that there are some ways to overcome these anxieties so I'm going to share those but before I do I just wanted to talk about the best and worsts of second semester senior year. I was thinking of alternating these two, but I think I might start with the worst ones and then go on to the best ones, you know, save some of the positives for last. So to start off, the classes that are required are part of the worst list. And the reason I say this is because part of the excitement that comes with college and a new semester, a new school year is being able to pick out your course load and pick out what you want to do. But now that it's your last semester, you're kind of left with everything that you either couldn't fit in in the earlier years, all the stuff that's required for you to graduate, and it's just not as exciting to be in these classes, especially, or that's how I feel for myself, that I'm not as excited because I didn't really pick these classes, if you know what I mean. It's kind of, they were just in my requirements, and this is the last semester that I can take them, and so... Here I am in them, and I'm not that joyous to be in them, if I can put it that way. So that's just a downside of being a second semester senior is that you're kind of stuck with everything that was left on the back burner until you weren't able to put it on the back burner anymore. And so that kind of just sucks out one aspect of college that's exciting for me especially. I look forward to classes that I get to choose myself or any small aspect of my schedule that I really was excited to implement there. So having being stuck with classes that I might have put off or weren't just available until now kind of makes it a little blue. Also on the worst parts of second semester senior year, I wrote down the job search. And I'm sure for anyone who has just searched and applied for part-time jobs. This one doesn't even need any further explanation, but for anyone who might have not applied for full-time jobs, um, and I haven't even applied for them to the fullest extent, is kind of just browsing and seeing what my options are, but it's so daunting because every requirement starts off with a bachelor's. You're like, okay, I got that. They're like preferred masters, but doesn't have to be. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I can work with bachelor's preferred masters. And then they're like eight years of experience. And so, and in addition, I'm searching under entry level jobs. So it's just frustrating to find these perfect opportunities or find these positions and job titles that you think you could really fit and be a part of. And then 
just not qualify for and I have heard that you should just apply for them anyways because no entry-level job should require three, four, eight years of experience but it's just a little discouraging when you see them and when you are even if it's browsing what your options could be that's all of a sudden an option that's not there so that's the part that's kind of made me blue I am not too sure how the job search is or what other people use but I've kind of been using a lot of LinkedIn, the jobs tab, or um, even just Googling some organizations that I like and then looking at their careers on their website. And so it just seems like there's no positions that really fit me, what I'm looking for, what my qualifications are. And it's like I spent all this time getting a bachelor's degree. I did not think that getting a job would be this hard. And then also, there are those applications that you just send out and never hear back from for months or even ever. So I just don't know what the best place is to look for jobs. And it's kind of frustrating and it's just like a new thing, I guess. And so in that way, it's not easy. But I guess it's just something I'll have to learn over this new semester and get accustomed to and get used to sending out application after application and send it out and forget about it because that just might be the only way that it's going to happen. Another bad part of second semester senior year is the nostalgia. All of a sudden, this coffee shop that you've went to for years, you walk in, it's like, oh, this is my last time or it's going to be one of the last times that I go into this place, especially if it's a local place. You're getting all these waves of memories and nostalgia and just a sense of, I'm going to miss this place, even though I didn't think I would. I think there's just little things I go to and I'm like, hmm, I'm really going to miss this or, wow, I should have done this more. I should have gone to this place more and wishing that I had more experience in the city that I'm leaving after all these years. So that's just a bad part of walking through the town, feeling like, After a few months, I'm not going to be here anymore. I might miss out. I'm definitely going to miss this place. And that's just how it is. And then my last worst part of second semester senior year is that you have to answer the question, what are you doing after graduation? And similarly to high school, this question is asked all the time. But I think it definitely carries some more weight as you graduate college because the stakes are just higher and also the options are so broad. People do all sorts of things and especially pre-pandemic, people were traveling the world and working abroad or working at different organizations, continuing school, doing research, taking a year off. There are so many different options to do after college and literally you can do absolutely anything. So I think it's just pure curiosity in some people, but it does get repetitive and sometimes when you don't know your plan, it's a little overwhelming to have to answer all the time like, I don't exactly know, but I'm kind of working on this or I'm thinking about this and that's just where I'm at right now. So. That's kind of the worst parts of second semester senior year, and they're honestly not that bad. They're just some things that make the months go by a little slower. Okay, now for some positives, because that was a little blue. 
Up first on my list of the best of second semester senior year is that I think it's so exciting when you start to hear back from your applications. Whether you're sending out job applications, internship applications, or grad school applications, PhD applications, whatever you're doing, once you start hearing back from those, it's so rewarding and you're like, oh, well, I'm not just sending things out into the void. I got my first, I don't know what to call it, acceptance letter. That's the word. I was going to say call back, but that's definitely not it. I got my first acceptance letter yesterday and it was so exciting because it was also a bit early, so I wasn't expecting it this soon. And so when I got it, I was just overjoyed and that was sort of a first glimpse of okay, this can actually happen, because I feel like senior year is a lot of, okay, well, if I get into this school, or if I get this job, or I do this, then I can do this, and there's sort of multiple courses and multiple paths that the fall or summer after graduation can take you, and it's a matter of where you're accepted or where you get into, and so actually getting an acceptance and the plan that aligned with that school, I'm like, okay, so this can actually happen. I'm actually seeing it fall into place. And so that was really exciting to have something somewhat concrete within this malleable mess of what ifs and can it be's. So that's exciting to just start hearing back from places you apply to and start to structure your future the way you envisioned it or the way you think it can work and pan out because something can actually happen. So that's definitely up first on my best parts of second semester senior year. I think it's so exciting to just have one thing in place, even if it's one thing. It doesn't have to be the five things that add up to a green light, this is a one, let's do it. But even if it's just the first step, it's exciting to have that. And it's only February, so who knows what the fall may hold. Up next on my list of best parts of second semester senior year is that you know how to navigate this thing called college. And what I mean by that is the first few years of college are really shaky and it's not only are you discovering yourself, but you're also navigating how to live in a dorm, how to live in an apartment, how to balance these classes, what kind of study schedule works for you. Can you study in groups? Um, Can you study best alone? Does it actually help to go to office hours? You know, there's all these components of college that just, you have to learn how to add them up the first few years. And it's, it really takes some time to just not only know yourself, but know how you function well in this new setting. So finally, when you reach the second semester of your senior year, I think it's so comforting in the fact that you know how to navigate it. You know what's best for you, whether that's what's best for you to eat, uh, how to function, how to study, whether to go to class or not, because I think that there are definitely just some misconceptions about how to study and function in college, and when you're in your last semester, you know that, okay, I don't necessarily have to go to this lecture, I don't necessarily have to only study in the library to do well in classes, and I know what I actually need to do to excel, and Spoiler alert, sometimes it's just learning how to scrap for extra credit. It's knowing where to maximize on your points, especially in the classes that are heavily weighted or in the categories of the syllabus that are heavily weighted. 
And it's also knowing just how to balance your schedule because sometimes people work really well on extra busy schedules and just thrive on having multiple jobs and internships to keep them busy in between classes. But sometimes people can only be in school and that's what they need to do and that's how they excel. So by the time you reach this point in your life, you've tried it, you've failed, maybe you've excelled, and you just know what to do you know how to go about everything and so it's so nice to just enter second semester with a mindset of this is how I'm going to do well this is what I know this is what I need for myself in order to just be the best version of myself both as a student as a person everything every aspect of my life I know what I need to do to get by and excel and the last thing that I listed under the best parts of second semester senior year is that you can spend time with people whose friendships are genuine. And what I mean by this is that, especially freshman year, you'll find yourself spending time with people because you live in the same dorm or you live in the same area. It's easy to grab lunch or dinner or just be in each other's company because it's convenient, right? There's those convenient friends or there's those people that you do this club with, go to this church with, and you kind of just are around each other a lot, but not actually spending quality time. So being able to spend quality time with people who you actually enjoy being around and you really just have a good energy in between each other is so nice because you've had friendships succeed, you've had friendships fail over the past few years, and you know who your circle is or you know who to trust and you know who you like spending time with and you know who likes spending time with you. So I think the comfort in all that knowledge just really comes full circle second semester and as you are trying to find the people to really spend your last few days with, which sounds so sad, but it's true, right? You're leaving this place that you've lived in for the last three years. So as you're trying to maximize your time and maximize your energy, your experiences, you also know who to share that with. And it's such a beautiful thing to have that understanding within yourself and within those people and not just surrounding yourself with people who are convenient or with people who need something from you, but generally you want to spend your last days in this town with them and enjoy your last few months there. So this one I couldn't actually list because it doesn't apply for me, unfortunately, which I'll explain, but it is an honorable mention, and that is spring break. Usually, under normal circumstances, I would be looking forward to spring break, especially as a senior once all my decisions are back or I know what my plan is. It'd be so fun to take a trip, and hopefully I'll be able to do that later on in the year. But as for this semester, my school removed our spring break, and they put it at the end of winter break to discourage traveling mid-semester which logically makes sense, but when everything is online and everyone is taking online classes, I think that people will still have their spring break if they want to, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see on that one. So I don't have a spring break this semester, which is totally fine. I think it'd be nice to actually take a trip once I'm done with everything and I can like fully relax before beginning the next phase of my life. So hopefully that happens later on in the year, but as for now, I don't have a spring break to look forward to, but if I did, it would definitely be a positive of being a second semester senior. I just unfortunately cannot consider it as one right now. So now that I shared some of the good parts about being a second semester senior and then some of the bad parts about being one, I wanted to also share some ways to overcome them. It's not just glooming and sharing 
why I'm feeling blue or why it's easy to feel blue as a second semester senior, but what can we do to overcome those feelings and just take charge of your semester because it really should be a beautiful one. I think the first step is to, or not first, but the first thing I listed is to register for a class that you never had time for but always wanted to take. I think the first few years, even though we do get to choose classes, there's also some courses that just require a series of prerequisites that make it so you have to take certain classes at certain times. So once you reach this second semester senior period of time, even if it's you have one spare class in your schedule, um, just look back to one of those times when you really wanted to take a class but just couldn't because your schedule didn't allow. Some of the classes that I, I won't be able to take this semester, but I'll actually be taking two classes after I walk in graduation in May. One of those is Intro to Developmental Science. So obviously developmental science is like a psychology class and it just never would have aligned with my global health route, nonprofit route, informatics route. But since I just need two electives to finish off my studies, I'm like, this is something that I am absolutely so excited about and it looks so interesting learning about the development of kids. I think it would still benefit me in the future. It just isn't part of my course schedule at all, but I really want to take it. So that's something that I can't take this semester, but will definitely be taking as one of my summer classes. And so I think it's just important to register for a class that you've always wanted to take. Finish off the semester with a something exciting in your schedule. Like I said, it's fun to pick out those classes. And so even if there's some things that are required, maybe you have spare room for one more. Also in the light of overcoming the second semester blues, I think it's really important to make use of your university's career center and graduation focused courses. So my school specifically, we have a course on social media for your job search and these courses are like one credit hour so you have space or at least can spare a little space in your course schedule and the other one is called money wise so social media for your job search I think is a little self-explanatory but money wise is a personal finance course and it's really nice to have those things that are focused for life post-grad and how to prepare yourself to function in the real world quote-unquote but um, I think it's interesting and it's important to invest in those kind of courses, especially when that investment is 100% free. As for making use of your university's career center, going back to the anxieties behind the job search and having to put together a resume or cover letter, even knowing just databases to search for positions or stuff like that, I think that your career center can do a lot of help with that. And they definitely helped me with my resume a few years back when I was applying for SHPEP actually. So I definitely need to go back this semester and just get some more help on everything all together. And as I'm turning in cover letters, they have people to look over those kind of things and your application materials in general. So definitely make use of that. And that's a resource that's part of your tuition. You're paying for it even if you don't wanna. So just use it when you're unsure about an application or unsure about a job posting or you just need some help in that arena because they're there for a reason. I think it's also important to do the things that you didn't have time to do during your other years of undergrad. And everything that you might have said no to or maybe not taken a second glance at or just didn't have time for, I think it's the time to 
do those things and it makes second semester exciting um, being able to participate in things that you may have not otherwise been able to participate in so things in particular that I'm personally looking forward to this semester are networking events we have a women of color network at my university and so that's something that I always wanted to do in the past but just didn't have time for. I remember the semester that I learned about it, I think I was in chemistry, so it was just not going to happen that semester. But now that I'm graduating, it's something that I definitely do not want to miss out on. And then we, I also think that it'd be cool to participate in organizations that are exciting or sporting events. I personally never went to a football game which is really sad because I go to a Big Ten school, and I actually promised myself that I would go to one my senior year, but uh, COVID, we didn't have a football season. So unfortunately, I'm just going to graduate without having gone to a football game, which is okay. I did go to one basketball game, but I think it's nice to experience those parts of college that you just might have not otherwise said yes to during your other years of undergrad and really enjoy them to the fullest because it's your last semester. My next thing on the list to overcoming the second semester blues is say yes to more invites. So kind of adding on to being able to say yes to events and things that you otherwise wouldn't have time for, just saying yes to social events and hanging out with people that you won't be seeing after a few months. And those little invitations that you may have turned down for a night alone, especially if you're like me, just step out of a comfort zone and say yes more often so that you can enjoy your time with the people that you won't be able to hang out with as much after you graduate. Also, I know earlier that I talked about how annoying it can be and stressful it can be to answer the question, what are you doing after graduation? My one way to overcome this and hear me out on this one is to answer the question. And here's why. When you answer the question, as I said before, it doesn't have to be your play-by-play blueprint, laid out plan on everything that you're going to do or everything that you're going to accomplish and just a layout of your plan after graduation. But even if it's your interests, schools you've applied to, jobs that you're interested in, cities that you'd want to move to, answer that question. And it doesn't have to be the same long-winded answer to people every time, but even if you're just answering a small aspect of what your heart desires after you graduate, because even though you don't know the exact where's and what's in-house, you do know the why. And there's this thing in at least my heart that I understand how I see myself after graduation. So being able to answer that in bits and pieces to different people, I think is important because someone might know someone who knows someone who has a perfect opportunity for you. And this may come with an introduction or just an understanding of what that position is like or just a connection, you know, networking. It's really important to answer that question to people and see where some networks might build in places that it might have not otherwise built if you just said, "Mm, I don't really know or I'm still figuring it out because the world is this large and giant place but it's also a really small place at the same time so you might just be surprised at who has a connection that would go really well with your interests or would just really align with what you're pursuing and they could introduce you and then my last way to overcome second semester blues is to keep your postgrad options open 
I think it's easy to narrow down what we want for ourselves so quickly and it's also good to have an idea of what you want after graduating but not narrowing it down in the utmost sense. Still keep some options open on what you could do, where you could be, because when you do minimize what can be, then you are minimizing at the same time other opportunities. So rather than having a narrow destination, really understand the journey and what you are willing to do in order to get there, and don't hold yourself down just yet. Understand that this is a period of your life where you can literally do anything, anywhere, and the world is your oyster. I think that the season after graduating college is so unique and there's just not going to be another time like this to truly have the world at our doorstep and everything within grasp and all dreams are viable. So although second semester is daunting and panicky, scary, just it's also exciting to be able to understand what can be in the future. I hope this podcast helped. If you're a second semester senior, it definitely helped me to just understand what what are some of those aspects of this semester that are putting me down and what can I do to make them a little better. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I really enjoyed chatting about it. And if you like this podcast, please leave me a rating or review. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, follow, subscribe, wherever you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and just make sure you are caught up with everything that I'm posting. And I hope to see you again soon.